This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Finding Your Bliss with host Judy Liebrach. Heard every Saturday at 1 p.m. on Zoomer Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Bliss, the show that helps you find and follow your bliss. I'm Judy Liebrach, and today I'm delighted to be joined by the publisher and COO of a luxury magazine, Jennifer Lipkowitz and Anthony Siriani. Before I tell you a little bit more about them, I just wanted to mention that I've always been a magazine lover, and I've devoured magazines from my early preteens to the present. Something about those glossy pages, the color, the articles, the layout, all of it. I even worked as a managing editor of a performing arts magazine for a time, and I loved my job. So I'm fascinated by what you both do. But first, let me tell you all a little bit more about our illustrious guests. Jennifer Lipkowitz is the publisher of Living Lux, a high-end design and lifestyle magazine on newsstands all across the province. She is also the co-founder of the Living Lux Media Group. Before launching the magazine in 2019, Jennifer spent a decade as the chief operating officer of a well-respected Toronto-based publication and was a driving force when the magazine expanded all across Canada and into Florida. She left the publication to explore new opportunities, and the creation of Living Lux is the result of all of that work in the publishing community and the building and design industries. Jennifer is very passionate about philanthropy and giving back, and she participates in many fundraising events in the city. In fact, in 2022, she was the co-chair of Living Lux's first ever charity initiative, City Couture, an event that benefited Toronto's sick kids. When she isn't busy running two successful companies with her stellar team, Jennifer enjoys spending time with her two children, her family, and friends. Now enter Anthony Siriani. He's the chief operating officer of Living Lux magazine, as mentioned, the high-end design and lifestyle magazine, which is actually on newsstands all across the province of Ontario. He is also the co-founder of the Living Lux Media Group. Prior to stepping into the world of magazines and launching Living Lux, Anthony was a leader in the management and operation of several companies working to improve their strategic execution and maximize their overall performance. He brings these exceptional skills to the magazine and media company and acts sort of as a visionary when it comes to the brand's growth and goals. Indeed, Anthony initiated the first ever Living Lux Design Expo, a successful event showcasing some of the city's top design and decor businesses. While Living Lux is his current priority, a key milestone for him, and we'll talk to him about this, was in 2011 when he fulfilled one of his childhood dreams, this show is Finding Your Bliss, and he became a certified firefighter in Texas. Anthony loves spending time with his daughter, hanging out with his family and friends, working out, golfing, and vacationing. Jennifer Lipkowitz and Anthony Siriani, welcome to Finding Your Bliss. Hello. Thank Thank you you for having us. We're so excited to be here. Great to have you. Jennifer, Living Lux was really your brainchild. What inspired you to create this beautiful magazine? So this all started because Anthony and I um, actually started dating 
So we were on vacation in Jamaica and, you know, out of all places, <laughs> at, a, at, a, at a swimming pool. Yes, right. On the side of a pool, we're just lounging around. In Thinking the of sun, vacation. Yeah. Those, were, those were good times. It was in the wintertime. And, you know, and I'm like, you know what, Anthony? You know, I love magazines. I love the industry. You know, at that time, it was just well over a year ago. And I'm like, I really miss magazines. I just love what I do. You get to create things and be inspired by them and also work with really great people because I, I've done this for over 10 years. So I said, you know, Anthony, I'd really like to uh, come back and launch a magazine. But this time I want it to be more higher end. And, and I felt her passion as she was explaining this. Yes, he did. He felt the energy. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? He's like, well, let's launch, you know, a luxury publication then. And then, you know, Anthony did have his, you know, some restrictions because I just did a home magazine. Yeah. So my old magazine was primarily home decor. And Anthony really wanted lifestyle as well and travel and different components yeah. so that's why the name really is living lux yeah i told her i said from the beginning i said listen i don't want to see house or home in the title <laughs> i want it to be something that's different that doesn't exist i love it i love the title actually because it sounds so luxurious and what you want a magazine to be so you had this thought you had it together but starting a magazine is not just simple fare it's it's a pretty involved kind of endeavor where did you start how did you do all of this well, I have a good friend. So Jeannie, you know, Jeannie Becker is also our lifestyle editor. She's also a dear friend of mine for almost 10 years now. And I think I went to her as well. And I said, Jeannie, you know, I'd like to go back into publishing and starting my own magazine. And I think she said I was brave. She's like, you know, Jennifer, that's Jeannie. The wording exactly. She's really she brave said, to do that right Jen, now. You're very brave right now. <laughs> to do that. She's like, I understand 10, 15 years ago, you know, but she's like, really? I'm like, absolutely. But I, Jeannie, you know, when this launches, you're not going to think I'm so brave. You're going to be part of it. Yes. You're going to be brave with us. You're in it. You're in it. That's so funny. So I have to just interject and tell you that Jeannie was a guest on our show. And in all of the shows, in hundreds of interviews, maybe 500 interviews, we're going into season five, where we've been doing this for almost, almost five years. And when she was on, we couldn't do it in one episode. We had to do it in two episodes because there was so wow. much. It was like, what do I leave out? Elton John? No. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you know all, all of the great stuff. There was no way. So we actually did. It was the only time. And we've had a lot of wow. celebrity guests. But it's the only time that we did two full episodes for Jeannie Becker. Wow. She's great. Yeah, I, I love her. I, I believe it. I she's, believe she has it. such a wealth of knowledge. She's yes. done so many. I mean, I, I went to her home, yeah. you know, obviously in the past a few times. And yeah. she showed me all her experiences on how she met. I think it was Paul McCartney and yeah. all the different yes. pictures. And it was just just amazing. I mean, really what she's done as a woman and also recently, obviously with her journey on, you know, yes. on, you know, cancer. cancer. Yeah. I mean, she's just How so she brave. publicized it to help others to feel brave yes. about their journey. She's amazing. Yeah. Role model. And she really is. She, she's an amazing, amazing. Well, I think she's a Canadian media icon. She's an amazing person. So she, there is a beautiful feature all about her in your magazine. Yes. And you know what? Wait till I tell you what's happening next with Jeannie. We'll talk about that later. Oh, awesome. <laughs> awesome. And yeah, she's going to be part of our next show, our next exhibition. But yeah. we'll that's that so cool. Later on as well. So what is the mandate specifically? You've sort of touched on it a little bit, but the mandate specifically of Living Lux magazine, who is it geared for and how would you describe it to people? I think for us, like as a brand, obviously, and, you know, we are primarily, you know, a core design home decor magazine that focuses on architecture and also lifestyle, how people live in their homes and how they embrace it. I think that's really important to us, but also like working with really high end and luxurious trades. And I think service is an important component to this as well. And building our own community, I think that's really important in harnessing that. So I think that's a big component for me. What about for you, Anthony? Yeah, I agree. 
we wanted to separate ourselves from other magazines and other media avenues that are already out there. Sure. We wanted to incorporate, like she said, designers, builders, architects, and everything. When we wanted to incorporate lifestyle, though, it was an avenue that we felt, and talking to a lot of our clients and everything, they agree that it's more encompassing as we go on. You know, like, for example, you go to a store you see that in different stores, they have different things going on. So for example, Walmart, they've taken on clothing, food, all these things. It's more encompassing. We felt that that was necessary to do that with Living Lux as well on a higher end level, of course. Wow. wow I and love also that. philanthropy, like one important yeah. component on every issue of our magazine since we started, we support local charities, like things that are happening like right here, you know, for example, like Canfar, like different organizations that that help others, sick kids, sick kids and yeah. so many other charities, for example, this year, we're actually going to be working on, um, Jeannie's actually, I believe the MC of this event, and it's called uh, porch for Parkinson's. So we'll be their immediate sponsor this year. It's at Brickworks where they have a fall. great initiative. It's in the fall. Yeah. Wow. And this year we'll be their first media sponsor. So we try to give yeah. back as much as possible. Amazing. We feel like it's our sense of duty and, and every issue of the magazine, we designate different articles, whether it's event pages. And now we have various philanthropy editors that actually write to a different charity that means a lot to them. And we think it's very important as a community to obviously raise awareness. So every issue, if you actually read through page by page, you'll notice different philanthropic events, but also awesome. charity initiatives as well that we support. I love that. Maybe you'll get Michael J. Fox and I can have him on the radio and you can have him in your, at your event. If he comes for amazing. breakfast or porridge, amazing. I'll let you know. <laughs> I mean, you're one email away. That'd be great. <laughs> So I wanted to ask you, and you, you touched on the fact that there was a recent announcement in your magazine that you are now a couple. Can you spill the tea and tell us more? What led to you becoming a couple in this romance? Okay, so Anthony and I met online. So we met, even though, you know, we, in the past, like we, we may have met each other, like because through various industries, like through the industry, he worked, you know, at a place that I knew. But the reality is I wasn't sure if I'd met him because I thought I saw him and he thought he saw wow. me. <laughs> we, we weren't very yeah. sure. And when I saw him online, I'm like, I think I may have met you before in the past, but I wasn't 100% sure. And then when he said, you know, where we possibly would have met, that's where that came in. And, and let me just start off with saying she found me. <laughs> I did. I found him online. I did. I did. I did first. Love that. I didn't have a picture. You know what? In all fairness, I didn't have a picture posted because I'm quite private in that sense. He had wow. a photo and I didn't. Wow. So, so you were pleasantly surprised when you saw her and you saw she's beautiful. And so it was a, it, it was a, it was a happy problem. I also found it fascinating, Anthony, that you fulfilled a childhood dream to become a firefighter. Can you tell us more about what motivated you to do this and what it was like for you? Growing up, you always have these dreams as, you know, a child and you, you think, you know, I want to do good. That was one of my things that I, my focus was always trying to help people being there in their moment of taunt, like a time that's hard mm -hmm. and maybe even the worst moment of their life. So I thought, you know what, I have that in me, that ability to be there and to want that, yes. to help their, them, right? So I felt that one of the avenues of doing this was to become a firefighter. So yeah. I uh, just uh, picked up my bags one day. I filed online and did all the things that you have to do in order to get registered. And then uh, I flew over, actually drove to Texas. And then it was an amazing experience. And I really felt fulfilled that it was something that I achieved one of my dreams by being certified, wow. actually certified all over the world, actually. That's so awesome. Was yeah. it ever scary? No, no, absolutely not. No, 
It's amazing. That's so, it's such a great example for people that it doesn't have to become your whole career, but if it's on your wish list of dreams to do, I, I do, I talk a lot about dreams as a life coach. It's so important to do it. So good for you for going for it. And also good for you, Jennifer, for going for your dream of creating your own magazine. Because a lot of people I find have ideas, but they don't do them. They say, oh, what a great, that's such a great idea to write that book. Yeah. I had that idea, but having it and doing it, as we all know, are two very different things, right? And it is anything is possible at any age, at any stage, midlife and beyond. Like their dreams have no expiration date. I always believe that, that dreams are not like milk, you know, milk. Okay. A week later, you don't <laughs> want the milk, but, but the dreams you can, you can do in, into your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s and beyond. It's so, true. It's it's about consistency and and persistence. Absolutely, and not and giving up. Give like up. it's so true. You like really Jack Canfield, Even if people say you can't do something. Yeah, you really got to go for it because when we started, it wasn't you know obviously it wasn't what it is today. That's right. It was prior to COVID, first of all. But I mean, if it yes. wasn't for it was Anthony really that pushed me to even start with months. I had the dream, but he was the go because he's like, let's do it now. And if he hadn't said let's do it now. And then COVID happened. Maybe we wouldn't have launched it because yeah. then there was issues with supply chains. But yeah. thank goodness I listened to him and said, you know what? We're going to do it right now. And then six months later, we launch and then COVID happens. And then there's a lockdown. Wow. So it's amazing. <laughs> it's the same thing with this show. Like we always recorded the show actually live at Zoomer and then COVID happened and we couldn't do it there. And someone said, do you want to just take off the time until COVID's over? And I said, I don't think COVID's going to be over in a month. I want to keep going. And we created a whole home studio. It's still on Zoomer. It's still broadcast there and we are still with them, but we kept it going as opposed to shutting down until COVID was over. That would have meant there would have been no show for three years. So it's so true that you've got to keep going. I felt people needed it more than ever. And in and fact, did you need it too? Like you find you needed it as well? Of course, absolutely. And also it's the fact that now we have international guests, like we can interview Joan London and we can interview people from all over the world. Joan London was the host for those who don't know on Good Morning America for 20 years. We can interview anyone because they don't have to physically come into the studio. We can meet with people all over the world, which is so cool. So as I mentioned off the top, I remember working as a managing editor for a performing arts magazine. And I still remember all those deadlines and the excitement heart beating in your chest. But I also remember all the wonderful comps to shows. I saw theater four nights a week, loved every minute. What are some of the perks that you love about running your own magazine? You know what it is? I think it's the reward of having like, we have really great clients that yeah. we work with. Amazing. I think that's the biggest reward. Like when you have people that you can actually say like they're friends, they become your true friends in life, yeah. all because you met even, them in a magazine. Even like family. Like they're amazing. Yeah. Like when Anthony's mother um, passed away, yeah. some of them even came to the funeral, yeah. which is really beautiful. Yeah. And they were very supportive and kind, sending us messages. And wow. there's just so much kindness. So I, I think that's a big word for us. And also the people that you interview, like a lot of the cover stories that we've had in the magazine, some of them are people that I never would have met had it not been for a magazine. I met Jeannie all because like literally nine, 10 years ago, I think I met her at the McMichael, it was a McMichael art gallery. They had this event called the Moonlight Gala. Wow. And I approached her and I said, would you like to be on the cover of you know the magazine? And then we met and that's how we really forged a friendship. Wow. She now calls me her little sister. <laughs> I, I, also, I yeah. also think it's like our client's successes become our successes as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm sorry about your mom. To that. Like, there's, there's something uh, you know, to be said about that as well. I just want to say, I'm sorry about your mom, uh, Anthony. Oh, yeah. I totally understand losing a parent and I lost my dad a couple of years ago. It's a, it's a, it's a tough sorry. stuff. And I'm it's sorry. great that you were, you were still able to honor her. 
I know that it takes connections, resources, and an overall will to not only grow a publication, but also to build a brand. Can you say more about that? I think what it is, is we have a platform. So with Living Lux, it's like a really strong platform of obviously people that are very loyal to the publication. We have amazing readers. Like I can't even tell you a magazine, you know, is coming out that day. I'll get so many messages. Like just, we just released <laughs> Trish Stratus's issue. It's not even on newsstands for another two weeks. And everyone's like, when is it coming out? I have people in the US yeah. messaging me, asking for copies. I said, I guess you got to come to Ontario. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll visit, visit us here in Toronto. <laughs> you can pick up a magazine at, uh, at the store. But it's really nice to have that community effect, but also it, it's great when you could take your platform and make it into something so beautiful. And, you know, to Anthony's idea, like launching this exhibition now, like we were just there yesterday, if yes. you saw our Instagram stories, and it was just amazing to walk through it with all the trades yeah. and vendors and designers and have that experience of being in a space that's wow. almost 60,000 square feet to scale it to what that is. It's amazing. And the designers that are behind the, the exhibition and the trades. like And how they're excited about this. They're so Because excited. they know, yeah, it's going to be something different and new, right? That's so awesome. So I love, I love when I meet couples who work together so harmoniously. I always think about this plastic surgeon and his wife in Montreal who had a real love story and worked together. So I'm wondering, what does it take to balance an intimate personal life outside of business? And how are you able to it's still good. support each other in life oh, and in gosh. love? <laughs> you know, like, that always gets a laugh doesn't it <laughs> well i think you have to have a lot of sense of humor like that's the reality i mean it, it's tough like when we when we battle sometimes like and, and you know i'd say 95 percent of the time we really do see eye to eye yeah. but there's like the five percent of that where like it's really tough and when you're working with your life partner it's definitely challenging in a lot of elements because you know when you butt heads and if it's not going to go your way or his way and you go back and you're seeing each other right afterwards. I'm like, oh, great. We're going to talk about this now again, aren't we? <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> I think it's also important to separate the time. Like, make sure that there's actual time devoted to the relationship rather than the company, right? Yes. Because if it's always about the company and it's never about the relationship, then it, the relationship can get lost, right? It's a work in progress. To answer your question, it is challenging for sure when yes. you're working with your life partner in a business. And we have other businesses too, like magazine, and then we are together in marketing. So like, even if I'm not with them on a deadline, and then now I have a new exhibition. <laughs> so I have all these different layers yeah. to it. But I think what it is too, is we have a real friendship, like outside of this, like even before all this started, like even dating and stuff, we actually became really, really close friends. And at the time when nice. I met Anthony, his best friend passed away a month after I met him. Oh, so awesome. it was a really Sorry. tough time when we met each other. And I became like, I was there for him through and through. And I think having a good friendship really is what helps. And obviously being yep. able to laugh at things too, or when things are, are challenging and also just having each other. Like if it wasn't for him, there's no way I'd be able to launch a magazine without him. Wow. That's so great. I think also sometimes I guess at a dinner, you have to say time out, no talk about the magazine and that's hard or about the expo. That must be very challenging. I do that. She can. I can, I can go a whole evening without talking about work. She really struggles. Like I'll be like, okay, listen, let's just cool it for a bit about talking about work. And she's like, okay, okay, let's do that. And then within like 30 seconds, she's talking about One work more again. Thing. <laughs> I get it. I do get it because there's so much and you want it to be successful. And But it sounds like you guys are figuring it out really well. Someone out there who's listening might want to start their own magazine or their own newsletter or blog. What advice do you have for them? And what are your tips for success? Don't do it. <laughs> 
in all all fairness, I mean, really have a really good plan. Like know exactly what you're doing, knowing obviously what resources you're going to need, have a really strong business plan, like understand your platform, know what your value propositions are, and then be able to obviously execute on it. Have a really strong to-do list and really be able to do what you're saying on your list and then create a really strong budget as well. Because what you think things cost three, four, five, ten years ago, it's changed now, especially because of the whole pandemic effect. But I think that goes for any business, any business that you'd like to start, you really should know your numbers. Yeah, absolutely. But I love that you talked about values, like know your values and and, and know going in what's important to you. What are they for you? I think values for us is important, having integrity, keeping your word, being true to what you are. Like, yes, we're very direct people. And, you know, if we say something, it needs to happen because otherwise you can't have clients that trust you. Right. I think trust is a huge factor. And I think having that integrity and I think people that know us know that we're true to what we say. And we expect the same from people that we work with. I, I so agree with that. That sounds fantastic. So let me ask you the big question that we ask everyone. I'm going to ask you each this individually, but what is bliss? For Jennifer Lifkowitz. I think bliss for me would be, let's say, maybe having a great balance, like something I can work on, like having this piece. Now she took my answer. Well, I kind of... (laughs) (laughs) At least I said it first. You need to have a good balance. Like, I think it's so important to have... We only have so many hours in a day and so many resources, and we have to be very conscious of what we do and the people that we choose to align with. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And what is bliss for Anthony Cirani? Well, now that my answer was taken, um, I, I think it's work to live, not live to work. I love that. Now I'm going to ask you a big question that I don't always ask when I'm in interviewing an individual person, but you're a couple. So what is bliss for you as a couple? I think achieving everything, like achieving all of our goals within our businesses so that it allows us the freedom to have that, the opportunity to express ourselves outside of it and have the freedom to spend time with one another, you know, I think that for me, that's, I I think as a relationship and spending that time. I think he's right in that sense. I think having the time for each other is really important. And sometimes because we're, you know, we're establishing obviously the exhibition and and allocating a lot of resources towards that. We sometimes miss the things that are right in front of us. And I think these are things that we should be more conscious of. That sounds great. That sounds like you you guys have got it all together. What do you guys have coming up with your expo and the magazine that you want to share with our audience? Okay, so one thing that I can say, since I already brought it up earlier, <laughs> this is a segue to that. So speaking of Jeannie, who's a dear friend, we have a panel of six judges that we're going to release. And one of the judges that I will release, since you interviewed her, is uh, Jeannie Becker will be one of the six judges on our panel. Wow. So explain this, one of the judges, and explain a little more about, about what's happening. Okay, so April next year, April 18th, 2024, um, we have a beautiful space. It's at the Toronto Congress Center on Dixon Road, wow. so right near the highways. North Building. North Building. And it's just going to be spectacular. We have amazing, like, stunning designers that are going to have, like, amazing, you know, experiences that they're going to create, wow. like, very talented vendors. But the cool thing is there's going to be fashion shows happening every day throughout the exhibition. Yes. We're also going to host our City Couture event, um, second year of that. So that will actually be the kickoff of the exhibition. Yeah. That will be on Thursday, April 18th. So definitely check the Instagram. We're all net proceeds go for sick kids. That's so awesome. What, what are the judges going to be judging? Okay, so there's going to be a few things that are going to be announced. One of the things that they're going to be judging, obviously, is the exhibition itself, like various booths and so on. But also there's going to be an award ceremony and that's going to be open to designers, builders and architects and, and fashion, fashion and different, different 
lifestyle areas too. So you should submit your sister. <laughs> I, got, I got a couple of good people to submit for you. you yes, go. yes. <laughs> I got a few names. That sounds great. Yes. As, as per our conversation <laughs> in the green room before, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> what is the best way for people to contact you and connect with you both on social media? So the main handle is Living Lux Magazine on Instagram, all one word. So Living Lux Magazine. And Anthony has his own Instagram. I don't have an Instagram account. Mine's, yeah, Anthony underscore underscore Siriani. And spell Siriani for us. Yes, S-I-R-I-A-N-N-I. That's fantastic. It was so delightful to have you both on the show today. I want to thank you so much for being here. It thank was you so for having wonderful us. to have yeah, to connect with you. Yes. You as well. We love your energy. <laughs> Yours too. <laughs> and the breathing. <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> and you know, we're doing this interview on the first day of summer, and this feels like summer. And Canada Day. Yes, exactly. That's amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Happy Canada Day, everyone. Thank you so much. (laughs) We're going to go on a short commercial break, more with Finding Your Bliss and the fabulous and talented Ofra Harnoy, world-renowned cellist, and her husband, Mike Harriet, a multi-instrumentalist, when we come back, back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by CREATE, Canada's leading fertility centre for over 25 years. CREATE is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. CREATE is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, CREATE is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. CREATE has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? CREATE Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about CREATE Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. Hi, everyone. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss. And today I'm delighted to have back on the show two of the very first guests who ever appeared on this program back in season one. And we're now in season four. Wow, time flies. They're also (laughs) one of the best couples I know who really are an incredible love match and have the most romantic love story. Ofra Harnoy and Mike Harriet join me today to tell me about their third album. But first, I just want to tell you a little bit more about this dazzling and talented duo. So Ofra Harnoy, of course, has established herself as one of the great cellists on the world stage. She is one of Canada's most celebrated personalities and is a member of the Order of Canada. By joining the international artist roster of RCA Victor Red Seal in 1987, Ms. Harnoy became the first Canadian classical instrumental soloist since Glenn Gould to gain an exclusive worldwide contract with a major record label. Ofra Harna was born in Israel. She immigrated to Canada at age six, and she studied with William Pleath, Vladimir Orloff, Mastalov, you'll tell me about my pronunciation, Rostopovich, and participated in master classes with just some of the greats. She's given concerts for royalty, people like Prince Charles, President Bill Clinton, three Canadian prime ministers, and several times for the imperial Japanese family, 
She's toured extensively all over the world, and her career has brought her five Juno Awards in Canada, the Grand Prix du Disque, and the Critics' Choice Awards from a number of international magazines. Ofrahana was also once named in Maclean's magazine as one of the 12 Canadians in all fields who bring the most credit to their country. I love that. In June of 2019, offer married musician and producer Mike Harriet, with whom she now collaborates for live performances and recordings. And in 2020, during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, they recorded and released their second album together, On the Rock, a celebration of the music of Newfoundland and Labrador. Portrait marks their third album together. I can't believe it. The third collaboration between Ofra Harnoy and Mike Harriet. And of course, Canadian trumpeteer Mike Harriet is a respected multi-instrumentalist in both the classical and jazz genres. And he is in demand as a lead trumpeteer, as well as a jazz improviser and an orchestral soloist, bassist, arranger, and composer. He has toured extensively through North America and Southeast Asia and has shared the stage with a host of great luminaries. His recording career is diverse, including CDs, radio, TV, and film soundtracks, including the Canadian Brass Juno nomination 2011, the Vancouver Winter Olympics opening, the closing ceremonies, which won an Emmy in 2011, Michael Bublé Juno winner, Grammy winner, Jan Arden. Wow, it just goes on and on and on. He's worked with Warner, Universal, Sony, Disney, CBC, CTV, and NBC. Mike has several recordings under his own name and with New York-based guitarist Sean Harkness in the Harkness-Harriet duo. And of course, as well, Off the Road, featuring Mike on a variety of musical instruments and including special guest, 10-time Grammy Award winner, Arturo Sandoval. His solo album, Isn't Life Grand, isn't it? Especially where you guys are coming from, you'll tell us, is Mike's seventh recording as a leader, composer, multi-instrumentalist, and it was released in 2016. In 2016, as just mentioned, he began a musical collaboration with his wife, for Harnoy, which has brought them international respect and recognition from touring and their recording projects. They have two previous albums released together, and both of these albums have been featured, I think, on this show, Back to Bach 2019 and On the Rock, as just mentioned, which one uh, was a musical winner in 2021. And Portrait is marking their third album together. Mike and Ofra, welcome back to Finding Your Bliss. Hey, Judy. Great to see you. Thanks for having us. Of course. Tell us where you're coming from. We're in Antigua. St. John's Antigua. The other St. John's. The other St. John's. Wow. Is the weather glorious? Oh, it's absolutely perfect. We had a little snow this afternoon, but it's supposed to clear up. (laughs) We did have a little snow this afternoon (laughs) in Toronto. You're so lucky. (laughs) I want to congratulate you both on the release of your third album together, Portrait, which is a collection of your favorite operatic arias and duets arranged for cello and trumpet in a range of settings from simple duet to full orchestral accompaniment. Your album Portrait was released on January 27th, 2023 to all online streaming and download platforms worldwide. And there really are some gorgeous selections, everyone on this album by Gershwin, Delib, Bizet, Tchaikovsky, Bernstein, and more. 
and you've produced your own takes, really fabulous original takes, I'm, I might add, on these classics of the Opera House and the Broadway stage. Can you tell us more about this inspiration behind your third album together? I think when Mike and I got together about five years ago, one of the first things we ever played together as trumpet and cello was um, Gershwin's Summertime. And that's when we figured out that, you know, we had this incredible rapport as musicians and that we felt music the same way and that the trumpet and the cello and the flugelhorn and the cello sound amazing together. And throughout our, our the last five years, I mean, there are songs that are kind of our little indulgences that we sing in the shower or while we're cooking. And we realized we should make a collection of some of these songs and arrange them for an album. And we actually had quite a long list and it was difficult to kind of narrow it down, but we wanted things like the summertime where it's very intimate and it's just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And then other arrangements where we multi-track in the studio and we create a whole orchestral sound and you know different feel everything from a jazz like quality to uh to more operatic Mm. arias it's just can i say the word sumptuous because that's what i what i felt when i was listening to some of the tracks and we're going to be playing to them but i just felt uh, for sure summertime and the other that we're going to be playing they're just sumptuous Sexy, sensual. Can I say all this on the radio on Zoomer? Is this too crazy? (laughs) But they are. I remember when you first came on the show, we talked about this wonderful synergy you had putting that first album together as newlyweds. And now with this third album, what has it been like creating this work? And what do you love about making music together? I think we've, it'd be hard to say we haven't learned a lot. We've learned a ton. There's been a, a real significant learning curve uh, from when we first started working together to to what we experienced on the new album. And uh, I think in some ways it's, we've developed a bit of a shorthand in the studio. So when we're, we're a bit more efficient now when we're working through what we're, what we're dealing with. And the primary thing for Offer and I when we go to work in the studio is that we leave the egos outside the door and everything we do in the studio from from coming up with the arrangements to recording to to editing and and making it ready for Ron Searles to mix everything is all about the music mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and and when we get to Ron obviously everything is still about the music we we have to prioritize how how it's going to sound to the listeners and and make sure that they get the best possible musical experience from from what they're hearing lovely why did you call this album portrait I have a dear friend, Vivian Reese, who is an incredible artist. And uh, we were visiting her in her, uh, she moved, she actually moved to to Manhattan. We were visiting her in her stunning home. And uh, she actually painted a portrait of me in my twenties. And this massive painting of me was, was hanging in her house. And we looked at that and we said, that has to be an album cover. And we were in the midst of coming coming up with with our our latest album, and we thought, you know, this is kind of like a portrait of all our indulgences of songs and and pieces, and there's a lot of of love there. And then the idea of having Mike kind of standing with his trumpet and looking up at this portrait kind of brings oh. our connection together. Did I tell you guys that there's romance here with this couple galore, <laughs> and you hear it in the music? Oh my God. I love your piece. It ain't necessarily so from Porgy and Bess. It's just gorgeous. Can you tell us a little bit about this selection and set up this track for us? 
Well, one thing I can tell you right off the bat is we actually have, we filmed a video, but it's a very cool kind of a speakeasy, bit of a film noir kind of, uh, kind of thing. Smoky bar. And, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's a very cool, but the, the arrangement we came up with for this one is based on uh, something that Yasha Heifetz had done many, many years ago. On the violin. On the violin. And so Offer plays essentially that line on the on the cello, but that original version was much more classical in sound and approach. And so with this one I thought it was it was kinda neat to have like the falling trombones and the walking bass mm. line and the and more of a more of a that kind of smoky feeling to it. And it really sets up what Offer does. And I my one of my favorite moments in the arrangement is the interplay between the cello obligato and the piccolo trumpet playing the melody. Mm, it's you, you wouldn't necessarily think of putting those two instruments together, but when we do it, it seems to work. So, yeah. Wow. Well, without further ado, let's have a listen to It Ain't Necessarily So from Ofra Harnoy and Mike Harriet's latest album, Portrait. Due to international copyright law, podcasts are unable to include music. Music can only be played on the live radio broadcast. Finding Your Bliss airs every Saturday at 1 p.m. If you'd like to hear this artist's music, you can find the link to our Finding Your Bliss SoundCloud in the episode description. Oh, oh my God. That piece is everything. It's like dreamy. It's romantic. It's fun. Like, it's just fabulous. How much fun was it to put this piece together? Well, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of <laughs> internal challenges there in, in actually making it sound good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's about as much fun as it sounds putting it together. <laughs> but the, the most rewarding thing is when it's all finally done, because yeah. in the process of it, you can't really hear the whole thing except what's going on in my head. But uh, it's funny listening to it now. We we can't listen to that now without actually being able to, without visualizing the the video. Oh, yeah. oh the I can't video. wait. So, we're going to play it. Oh, we're going to play it on our, of, on our social media. Oh, I love that. I'm, I'm so excited. I want you to send it to us so that we can play it for our we, listeners. We and when you're, when you're watching the, when you're watching the video, you have to, you have to look carefully for Bob Hallett from the band, great big C wow. he's, he's serving drinks. He's playing the bartender. <laughs> I this love is that. the second video of ours. <laughs> that he's done a cameo. He's done a cameo, cameo as a bartender. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I love that. I, yeah. I love, I was trying to like imagine this, that you play and you compose on the cello and the trumpet all day. You still find time to dine at these fabulous vegan restaurants. You even create your own spectacular vegan cuisine. Are you still cooking together and doing all of that? Because that always looks Absolutely. like so much fun. We, we have a very disciplined schedule for our days. So, I mean, we always start out by working out together and then we cook a very elaborate vegan breakfast. And that's one of our biggest meals, actually. And then we work until tea time and we have a proper tea time. Wow. And then we work until and then we work until dinner. And, oh. uh, you know, every once in a while we'll do something outside the you know our schedule. I go for a hike or do something else. But we're, we're very, pretty structured and you have to be very discipline to do what we yeah. do so i mean it's Absolutely. breakfast for us if we if we have a rushed morning and we don't get a chance to make the breakfast together because we kind of have the kitchen dance you know like we <laughs> we work around each other and when we make when we make vegan eggs benedict 
I make the holidays and then I do the this and she does the this we thing. We each have our, our little. And then it's my turn to come <laughs> in and chop this little thing. And then I go back over and I start stirring the other thing. And Oh, my and God, guys. The, you the, are. The, we, do, we do that for breakfast every morning. And then at 12 o'clock noon, that's when we start our work day. And we work till 6. So it's. Yeah. Yeah, and at six o'clock it's time to make dinner. We make dinner together, and we do. I think we do everything. We do everything together. <laughs> yeah. It was like a lot of people I know had a challenge during COVID because we're, they were kind of stuck together. But I mean, that's our happy place. So yeah, yes. we, we have a gym in our house as well, so that makes it easy to work out together. Yeah, that's um, so. And the studio's awesome. in our house as well, so it's it's, it's a it's a short commute. How are you feeling about performing live suddenly again? Like I know for, for all of COVID, you did all this. You were so prolific. You did all this creation, but you're actually getting to perform live now, I would think. Well, we were coming back to performing live and we actually were both in a car accident on October 8th and oh had a goodness, concussion so and whiplash. So even though we've oh been creating stuff in the studio, it's it's been pretty challenging. We haven't really been able to book concerts because we feel like the lights and the, I mean, yeah. it's, it's all a bit oh much for boy. us. So we are giving ourselves a little bit of time to recover. Yeah. And, you know, being here and relaxing is, is all part of the healing. But, uh, but we're, so we're, we're trying to book for a little bit further on so that we're, we know that we're 100% back to normal. But what, what we were doing after COVID, we we were really enjoying it. We had yeah. some great oh. some great concerts, some great times. Yeah. And and sometimes we get to work as a trio, and sometimes uh, timing and all that d- doesn't work out. So we work just the two of us. And uh, it's we, magic. It's amazing we, to perform together. We have a lot of fun. We, yeah. we really so enjoy wonderful. It. I love it. Well, I have to tell you, one of my favorite songs of all time is the iconic "Summertime" by Gershwin, also from Porgy and Bess. And your take on this is absolutely magical and mesmerizing. Can you tell us more about this exquisite rendition of Summertime? This was, well, as we were saying earlier, this is one of the first pieces that Offer and I actually ever played together. And this was previously recorded on an album Offer did with uh, Paul Blay, saxophonist. Paul Brody. Paul Brody, sorry. Paul Brody is a guitar player. Uh, Paul Brody. Um, And... uh, but this arrangement's a little bit, a little it's, bit this was a little bit different than that one. But this is yeah. basically a take on that. And we, I was listening to a recording, and I found some music, and I said, "Hey, let's let's check this out and see how it works." And uh, and it was just so much fun playing together. Yeah. That was kind of this is almost where our our musical collaboration was born was from summertime. Mm-hmm. And we've performed this, I think, at almost every concert because it's an audience favorite. Yeah, I'm so excited to share this. I actually have had a little bit of a sneak peek, but I'm so excited to share this with our listeners. Before we listen to your beautiful song, we're going to go on a short commercial break. More with Ofra Harnoy and Mike Harriet when we return. Back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by Create, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. Create is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, Create is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. Create has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? Create Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. 
Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. And we're about to listen to Ofra Harnoy and Mike Harriet's beautiful cover of Summertime. So beautiful, guys. So beautiful. Oh, my Thank you, God. Judy. Glorious, Thanks, glorious, glorious. Oh, what is bliss these days for Ofra Harnoy? Right now, being out in the sun, <laughs> having my toes in the sand. I've been dreaming about this vacation for a while. We've been we've been pretty busy. Yeah. And uh, we, we actually have also been working on another surprise secret mm. recording that's going to come out on Sony at some point soon Ooh. so we'll have to let you know about that and wow. mike is working on tba yeah. and mike is working on his own project as well so uh this is a much needed vacation and we're really savoring every moment of it and being mindful and present and all the good things you'll have to come back for appearance number four when that comes gets closer to fruition and we'd love to well, hear all about to. that yeah love definitely. that mike what is bliss for you these days Bliss is being with my wife, playing music, living life, embracing every moment. I think you guys have actually figured it all out. What is the best way for people to get the album and to connect with you on social media? Well, we both have our official Facebook pages and Instagram. We try to steer clear of TikTok because it seems to be so problematic these days. Yes, and uh, I, I lost interest in Twitter. Twitter many years ago when some people started taking over. Yes. Um, I have a YouTube channel that has a lot of cool videos. A lot of the videos on and it. stuff, and you can also go to offerharnoy.com. But to uh, order our CDs, CDs and you can order directly. You can order signed copies now. Copies, uh, CD copies of Portrait, nice. so you'll be able to order those. Actually, and then we're doing probably, vinyl yeah. as well. And yeah, we're doing the official release on that day, but I think you can actually order the, the CD already. And then vinyl nice. will, be, will be ready and available in early summer. Uh, wow. So those will be available. And they're also available nice. through offerharnoy.com and select record stores. And then you can also listen online, as you said. There's all the streaming platforms around the world. And especially check for the high definition, the HD, Apple Spatial, Amazon HD title. Because with those listening on, on those platforms, you get to hear the, the surround sound technology that we used in mixing the album that bring, brings you right into the center of the room. And it, we're actually so grateful to Ron Searles because he's the one who does the mastering. And like, we'll listen to something in the studio and it'll sound great, but then he'll take it to the next level. And when I yeah. close my eyes, I can imagine the orchestra all around me and, and where the violins are sitting and where the trumpets are sitting. I mean, it's, he, he, puts it, he brings yeah. it to life. He's really the, the third the third member of our, of our, trio. <laughs> of our trio. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I want to thank you both so much, Mike and Ofra, for being back on the show today. It really always is a treat to have you here. And your music thank is you. just gorgeous. And I, I just am so excited that we're able to share this with our listeners. And we want to wish you much continued success and love and this fabulous vacation, this well-deserved vacation. I mean, my goodness. Wow. I hope you don't work. 
for the next week and that you just enjoy? I, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Definitely so re- trying to relax. Yeah. So I want to thank you so much for being here. Each week we spotlight a singer, songwriter, or musician on the show. I mean, <laughs> uh, Ofra Harnai and Mike Harriet are next level. But if you are a singer or a musician, please reach out to us. If you're an author, artist, yoga, meditation, or mindfulness expert, or really anyone who has found it is following their bliss, we would love to hear from you. You can reach out to us at fyb at findingyourbliss.com. You can reach out to me on Insight Timer, the number one free meditation app. And of course, you can always reach out to us on Instagram at The Bliss Minute and on Facebook as well. I would like to thank our wonderful guests, Jennifer Lipkowitz and Anthony Siriani and Ofra Harnoy and Mike Harriet for being on the show today. Also, thank you to Mag Ruffman, Siobhan Kylie, producer Olivia Weatherall, audio engineer Juliana Yanuziello, Nayira Amani, senior editor Lauren Kaminsky, video editor Sierra Brown Rodriguez, audio producer Faz Kazi, and everyone here at Zoomer. And of course, a big thank you to our sponsor, the Create Fertility Center. In closing out the show this week, I just wanted to share two really incredible quotes. The first is by painter Marc Chagall, who writes, in the arts, as in life, everything is possible, provided it is based on love. And just in thinking about our guests today, Ofra Harnoy and Mike Harriet and Jennifer Lipkowitz and Anthony Siriani, this other quote, by Chuck Klosterman really resonated with me. And here it is. Art and love are the same thing. It's the process of seeing yourself in things that are not you. How wonderful to have music and art in our lives that we can enjoy to stay connected with what's possible in love and in happiness. And of course, in finding and following your bliss. For everyone here, I'm Judy Lee Brack, reminding you all to take one step closer to finding your bliss. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.